Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Words? Politics. Oh. <laughs> Bad idea. Welcome to Three Idiots Talk Sports. I'm Zach. Boys, I'm here. Wait. I mean, I'm here with my boys, Spencer and Jay. What up? What's up? Hello. If we actually did a politics podcast, I think each one of us should impersonate somebody we think is funny in the politics world, like Ben Shapiro or Trump or someone. See, I don't know. I don't. I don't follow politics, so I wouldn't know. Just be like, walk into the podcast. Just be like, what Biden is doing with hey. Russia is not huge. Hey, hey, dip. What? I got a better idea for a podcast. What? How about we make a music one and shit on Spencer's? Uh, oh yeah, let's, bad- let's uh, yeah that Doja Cat. Spencer, you got anything to say to your rebuttal? I think his phone was ringing. Oh, it is. Yeah, damn it. This is a Spencer salt. This is a Spencer uh, roast. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> um. All right. Well, welcome to the episode, everybody. Uh, I am Zach, of course. I'm here with Jay and Spencer. Welcome to. Um... Sorry, my mom called. Oh, you're good, man. I think this is episode ninety. You can uh, do a podcast episode about music and shit on the one song that you don't like that I think is good, but okay. <laughs> There's a bunch of songs you like that I, I don't. I thought you like yeah, Doja. Doja Cat. I th- dude, that song is a bop. You it's not. Me. It is. It's not. The beat gets me hyped. Spencer's a basic bitch. Get into it, yeah. <laughs> but uh, then again, we already knew that. Yeah, we already knew Spencer's. A, Spencer's Doja basically a white, a basic white girl. Spencer's a basic white bitch. Yeah. I'm surprised he's not drinking like a pumpkin. Latte right Ice now. Latte right now, yeah. No, dude, I, I, no, listen, I hate pumpkin flavored shit, so no. Uh-huh. Oh, you would like mo- hey, but, uh, what, what, like a peppermint mocha? I don't like peppermint flavored stuff either. Like when McDonald's used to do it, like during the winter when yeah. they do their peppermint hot chocolate. Do you I, like that? No, when I was like a super fat kid, I, well, I mean, I am now, but when I was first, first phase of super fat kid, <laughs> I'd go there like every day and get a hot chocolate. And in the winter, they would give me the peppermint one and I hated it. It's basically like, um, like a shamrock, but with chocolate, right? I mean, I, if I remember, that was basically like the same mixture. I don't mixture. think I ever had those peppermint shakes. Did you guys? The, sham, the shamrock shake? Jay, I've had the shamrock worked, ones, but when not like the McDonald's, peppermint you, ones. You never had the peppermint? Uh-uh. I'm pretty sure, like, you know how, like, I know you. It I might worked, have, they might have been selling it. I just, it never like was Dawn, something I wanted to try. Like when I was working there, because I worked after you and Tyler. When I, when I worked at McDonald's, we had like the pump, you know, like the clear sugar, you know, the pump. Uh-huh. Um, and it was a uh, peppermint, but mm. it, it tasted like the shamrock pump, mm. but not cream. I, I'm pretty sure we had it when I was working there. I just never tried it. So I, I used to just put that shit, put that shit in a vanilla ice cream. It's <laughs> <laughs> not so a bad idea, it, actually. Uh, when it comes to the flavored shit, like I don't like, I'm not huge on flavored coffee. Never really have been. Like if I order coffee, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna get a black. Oh, you so. you drink black coffee? I thought you had a little bit of creamer or milk or something. Used to. I used to do two cream, two sugar, uh-huh. and then uh, then I switched to sweetener, and now it's just black. Oh, good. Hey, you're a man, and now you're a man. I was at work the other day getting a cup of coffee from the cafe, and my one of my managers came out, and he goes, oh, so you're a black man, huh? And I kind of looked at him, and I'm like, oh, you mean the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It caught me off guard the way he said it, but yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I do like my coffee black. You see, I like my coffee with a crap ton. Of, I, like a, I like my coffee with chocolate. Okay. See, like my, I just like, don't my like mom. coffee. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's the only time I will drink it. My mom will make coffee at home, and it, she just ruins it with uh, creamer. Oh yeah, 
See, my wife drinks it black too. Um, with uh, oh, my wife just texted me and said you can't drink black coffee and listen to Doge Cat. <laughs> you know what, Kaylee? I can do what I want. <laughs> um, uh, Dip, I, I saw your wife uh, post that comment under Spencer's yeah. post, and the whole time I'm just like, "Get him! Yeah. Get him!" She goes, "She goes, Spencer likes Doja Cat." She, I'm like, dude, "Who is like, that?" She commented, and then I saw that she didn't even laugh or like my post. She sad reacted it because <laughs> <laughs> it is a sad thing it's to a admit. Sad day, that day. Listen, she's like, I'm gonna Spotify. It's yeah. that song, and, and that's then, it. Uh, yeah, that's true. It's that song, and then it's Falling in Reverse, Muse, Dance, Gavin, Dance, and then the, the anime opening for uh, Attack on Titan. And you know, listen, I can't talk stuff. I listened to it was Machine Gun Kelly, literally all on your Spotify. It's about it, brother. So. You listen to so much MGK and AJR, they made my top five artists for yeah. the year last year. Yeah. MGK, like number one for you, too. Yes, he was number one. No, he was really, really. Yes, yes he, he was. was. Okay, because I listen to him every every morning. I used to listen to him when I was driving to work. That's like an hour. There Dip, and back. That's all right. That's all right. MGK was in my top five too. Yeah. See, like, I don't, I don't is not bad. I'm not. I'm not mad that you listen to a lot of MGK. I, yeah. what, what originally I was a little like irritated by was I'm like my whole Spotify top five is fucking ruined. <laughs> and then I got over it. I'm like, it's just a Spotify top five. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, I, like there, I his rock stuff somebody. was his rock stuff was like. Yes, so He's listen, it. my top five artists were MGK, Bill Murray, AJR, Spirit Box, and Dance Gavin Dance. And you know, I haven't listened to AJR and since I moved here, uh, since I went to the you academy. You were listening to them yesterday. I you did. like a mattress. I, I was driving, um, doing my uh, I, rounds. I got, in, I got in my car and I was like, I'm going to put on Spotify. And it was like listening on Zach's iPhone. And I was like, I'll just go watch YouTube. And it was AJR. <laughs> I've been, um, been doing a lot of Spotify because I've been listening to the Witcher's audiobook on YouTube. Nice. Um, so I've been using I've been using YouTube a lot on the way home. Uh, I read that's a, part of the reason I got YouTube Premium was um, oh, like I'd log back. on to I'd log on to Spotify and you'd be on there and I'm like you know what that's, this is why I have YouTube Premium. Yeah, I'm never going back. Well, they gave me the three months free. I think 2019 into 2020 for the mm-hmm. holidays, and mm-hmm. now I'm like, yeah, I, I can't go back. You can't go back once you have once you have red. Uh, well, I'm, I almost called it YouTube Red. That's what it used to be, but when you have yeah. YouTube Premium, dude. Oh my gosh! Wasn't YouTube Red like their music service, or well, that's no. how it started you, out as? Yeah, so YouTube Red started out like um, having unlimited, like no ads, but then there was special shows that you had to pay YouTube Red subscription for just to watch. Right. So a lot of these big time YouTubers got caught up, and it bit them in the ass uh, because they would do Red YouTube Red and do shows and shit, and it it, it didn't hit. These shows never hit, right. of course, because it's YouTube, you know. Um, but. Yeah, that's when they're like, okay, we got, we can't do this anymore, and that's why you can watch a lot of the YouTube Red shows for free now because, because they're, they're uh, they they don't have it. YouTube Red's not a thing anymore. So, but does okay. YouTube Premium come with YouTube TV? I don't know. YouTube TV. Do you have like YouTube TV? No, we've been like it's been. I mean, we've been talking about it for a couple of years, but mm-hmm. I'm trying to get my mom to switch to like a digital TV service. I was super well, close to um, my, my. Remember, dad, but... ESPN took all their stuff off of YouTube TV. Oh no, they got a deal done. Oh, oh did they, they did? get a deal yeah. done? So they they announced that like so. I remember Alex sent that and was like, "Yo, ESPN's getting pulled off because they couldn't get a deal done." And then I think three days later, the public like were freaking out, so they got a deal done. Yeah, because you lose a lot of money if you lose ESPN. Uh, I'm gonna look it up though, but I th- I'm pretty sure uh, they got a deal done. Oh man. Um. 
So while Spencer's was looking it up, uh, I just want to say uh, thank you everybody for that's been listening lately to our podcast. Uh, big shout out. Um, yeah, they got a deal done. Go. How much was it? Does it just say how much it was? Okay, oh, yeah, crap ton of money. Says YouTube announced a deal done. Uh, <clears throat> it's just showing prices for how much it costs per month. ESPN, YouTube, TV hello contract. I'd say like I'm gonna say like 150 million. It's not saying how much they paid to oh, do okay. it. Okay, never mind. All right, but I mean, um, it, can, it can only imagine it was a shit ton. Oh, of money. crap ton of money! Yeah. Um. Again, thank you everybody listening. Go to our socials, follow them. Um. I want to make a shout out to uh, the state of Florida. Please uh, make illegal gambling. Uh, or please make legal. I mean, please make gambling legal. Gambling uh, is legal. Oh, sports book, right? No, online gambling ah, is legal. Please make online right. gambling legal, please. Um. I signed the petition. So. Isn't it isn't it federally legal now? I don't know about federally. No, because I think it's still like a state to state thing. Yeah, because if it was federal, then everybody would have it because st- federal trumps state. You know what I'm saying? It does. This is state trumps federal. State trumps federal. That's why, like, uh, oh, I thought federal. No, mm-hmm. that's why, like, certain states have weed and some don't. Because it's it's because marijuana is still federally illegal, right? But. You can still mm, no. Uh, no, the United States Supreme Court struck down a federal ban on sports gambling. That's dumb. So it's it's technically federally legal, but it's still up to the state whether they do it or not. Stupid ass. Honestly, okay. I'm Michigan got Michigan was one of the first like mm-hmm. they seven were. states to get it. Yeah, and they made it. Yeah. It boomed. And uh. The whole thing too was because they wanted to get it like right around when March Madness started. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's the thing though. Um, a lot of the online sports betting it, it gets uh, basically lobbied at the state level to get passed through from like uh, the big sports books. Like I know in Michigan, uh, the big ones trying to get it legal. The online legal was I think it was DraftKings and uh, Barstool. Were the ones like really pushing and mm-hmm. lobbying for it to get passed, and that's yeah. why it hasn't so much passed in Florida because only in the last couple months has like the online sports betters really been trying to lobby. Yeah, I for saw it. an article today that um, like FanDuel, think, yeah, FanDuel money into it, yeah, like millions, yeah. So that's how usually how it's getting passed in the state levels. A lot of. Uh, lobbying and stuff going on by the online people and just hasn't happened that much in Florida until mm-hmm. last couple months. Let's just get this uh, deal done. I got a uh, got free hundred free hundred dollars sitting in the uh, FanDuel account. So uh let's get it let's get her done. Um all right. sports betting is a gift and a curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely gonna be taking my time. But uh I definitely gonna just, just be smart. Make mm-hmm. like don't bet anything over like 20, 25 bucks. It's mm-hmm. all about margins. Yeah, I'm not going to do any parlays or anything because that's scary. Uh, parlays are fun if you have like, it depends on the weekend or mm-hmm. what sport you're doing. College basketball sucks. It's hard as shit. March, mm-hmm. But March, doing it on March Madness is fun. Yes. Like uh, the playoffs, I've been doing a parlay uh, each, like, uh, each round. Like I did one 
for all the wildcard teams and one for all the divisional ones. Mm-hmm. I almost hit on the divisional ones last week. It was uh, Tampa Bay that fucked me over. Oh, yeah. they were supposed to win? I think they had to win by three. Okay. They, my dumbass, uh, the divisional weekend, was it? No, the wild, wild card weekend. I got, I picked every winner right, and I didn't bet on it. So, because there was a couple games I wasn't totally sure about, but I'm like, eh. The only one I did bet on was the Niners over the Cowboys, and I just bet like 20 bucks money line. It paid me out like 50 something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, the wild card weekend, it was the Raiders. I think that really messed gotcha. me up not covering the spread. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because didn't they lose by seven instead of six? Uh, I think it was five and a half. It was it five and a half? Yeah. Um, I think so. uh, speaking of uh, NFL, I can piggyback there. Um, playoffs. Um, playoffs. We had, playoffs. We had a two. Well, I, I, I think this playoffs have been, has been fantastic in the NFL. Oh, it's been great. Oh, so much fun. Um, and. I think uh, the fact that we have a team that we all picked to be dead last in the AFC North, the Cincinnati Bungles, are going to Kansas City to play the Chiefs. It's called the Joe Burrow effect. It's crazy to see this right now. I mean... Offense has been great. Yeah. uh, Despite having a not-so-great offensive line their defense has really stepped up i mm-hmm. think played a lot better than anybody thought yeah um obviously the chemistry with uh joe burrow and chase young and his other receivers uh joe mixon's had the best season of his career yep but the offense is just firing on all cylinders you can't have nine sacks is, against kansas city though right and the defense is just enough to stepped up enough to keep them in games enough for the offense to get them past so They've uh they did a good job building that D line. Like Trey Hendrickson's been insane. Uh, I know they got they signed DJ Reader, didn't they? Yeah. Um. So they have they have some good pieces on the D line. I'm not familiar with their linebackers, but no, the, you're right, Jay. Defense has done enough. The offense has been explosive, and yeah. But uh, dips right. You can't give up nine sacks against Kansas City. Yeah, no, no way. There's no way. I I don't think that Kansas City's defensive line is as good as Tennessee's. Though. Isn't that one of their weaknesses, right? So, but it's still really good. Like you right. still have uh, Chris Jones Chris and Jones, Frank, Frank Clark. Clark. Yeah, like you still got pass rushers there to be concerned. And if the O line isn't at like, I don't think Joe Burrow can get sacked five times against right. Kansas City and win. Did you hear uh, part of the reason they said why Joe got sacked so many times? Why? They said it was loud and they couldn't hear, so they had a lot of miscommunications. Well, mm-hmm. so now you're going to the largest <laughs> yeah. stadium in the NFL. The loud so one, I was that's yeah. great. That's so great. I got home today and I was watching uh, ESPN and they were talking about that. And the girl who was reporting from outside the practice facility um, was like, "They're pumping the lo- as loud of crowd noise in as they could. It was so loud you could hear it outside the stadium. <laughs> so awesome. like they're they're going to be prepared for it. So." That's awesome. I, I still think I I think it'll be a good game. I mean, I I don't think since he's walking into Arrowhead and beating the Chiefs in the AFC title game. Hey, but, listen, I didn't think they would walk into Tennessee and beat him either. So I that, did. Well, I Jay did. That shit. I That's thought crazy. it'd be a close. I I thought it'd be a close game, but I just didn't think that uh, Tennessee just never impresses in the playoffs. No, ever. I mean, Ryan Tannehill's not. He's not great. He's okay. He played a decent game, though, in my opinion. I, I think he played he, all right. He had a that he's, bad he's, pick, but. He started the game with a pick and ended it with a pick. Yeah, you can't yeah, do that. Yeah. I'll so play I mean, in like, between I, there. <laughs> if I'm if I'm Tennessee, I'm going out and I'm trying to unload his contract and go get like Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But I think there's too many suitors for that. I get um, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers with that team, I think they're a Super Bowl winner. 
Oh, Aaron Rodgers on any team's a Super Bowl yeah, contender. Facts, facts. Yeah. Unless um, unless it's the Packers. Yeah, that Apparently. sucks. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Rams. I almost, I almost predict that predicted the Niners too, but I was too scared to go for it. I couldn't do it. Man. I couldn't do it either. It turned out to be exactly what happened last time they played in the playoffs. Yep, their defense just ate uh, the Green Bay Packers' offense alive. Because remember the- last time they played, uh, Garoppolo had was it eight attempts or ten attempts? Eight. eight. Yeah, yeah. eight, and he had like what? Not even over a hundred yards. Yeah. Yeah. They ran for three hundred and like sixty-eight yards in that game. <laughs> right. Um, so, okay, I guess let's just talk, let's talk about it right now. Um, Green Bay. Uh, Aaron Rodgers said he doesn't want to be part of a rebuild. Is it really a big rebuild, though, in, in, in Green Bay? Um, if you lose Aaron Rodgers, they're not a playoff. If you lose Aaron Rodgers, they're fighting with the Lions for the basement in the NFC, mm-hmm. or North. Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know if they're going to be that bad. They are. Are they better? Okay, they're better than the Vikings. Yes they're or better, no. So you're saying they're not better than the Vikings? They're not better than the Bears? Without Rodgers, I'd put the Vikings ahead of them. Talent wise, they're not better than the Vikings, and I think the Bears' defense will be too tough for Jordan Love, at least in his first season. It would be interesting. The Lions will will have the door what what ready and opened and with open arms. I, I don't I don't know if it's going to be. Not as so much as a, I think they can manipulate the cap enough to where they could just retool and come back and still contend for the playoffs. And but maybe are you going see. to retool when you're it's losing? They're forty-eight Aaron million, and like that. Forty million. And plus. if you lose Aaron Rodgers, you probably lose Devontae Adams. Yeah, I'm like, saying like, are you going to bring in to retool that if they keep Rodgers? Is what I'm saying. Yeah, but they're like forty I mean, million cap. Oh yeah, if you keep Rodgers, you're automatically the best team in the NFC North. Uh, we're talking about if you lose them. Yeah. Oh, if they lose them? Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, if they lose Aaron Rodgers at that point, you might as well just let everybody else walk and re- and just start from the bottom. I mean, because at, at that point, like, okay, like, what are you going to do? You're going to re-sign or franchise uh, Devontae Adams and pay him 20-some million dollars? With, with, a, with a working quarterback? Hell with no. a first-year starting QB? I mean, it would help him. It would help Love a lot, but I don't know. You already paid Aaron Jones too much. Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith, I think, are both free agents. So at least one of them is going to walk. Uh, I don't know about the O line. I don't know if their D line has anyone else uh, that has to be signed. So they're they're kind of in a in a tough place. But obviously, no decisions are going to get made until Aaron Rodgers decides what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys think he uh, is in green in a Green Bay jersey next year or a different jersey? Um, I think losing to the 49ers, I think he goes somewhere else. I think it's Packers or retirement. No, I don't think he retires. I think he would. I'm kind of, no. I'm kind of in that boat too there. Spence. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm in between. I'm in the middle of what you and Jay said. Like, I, I want to think that if he, if he doesn't go to the Packers, he's done. But I, I think he, he still got it in him. Like he still wants to play. He, like, um, I lost him to his like hour, almost hour and a half on Pat McAfee show on Tuesday. He he still is in is competitive and wants to play. I think, but I don't know. He says there's a lot of noise around him. You know, um, I, it's gonna be crazy to wait and see what uh, what he does. And speaking of another great quarterback, uh, yeah, they're 
I, sorry what? to interrupt you. They, you they're not in a great spot uh, with free agents. No, it, no, they it's it's um they're like forty million plus, I think, in cap it. Uh, it's well, no, but I mean, it, like it's all the guys leaving, like uh, oh, Devontae oh, okay, Adams, yeah. Kevin King, Robert Tunyon, Oof. Devondre Campbell, uh, possibly Aaron Rodgers requesting a trade. And then you have Whitney Merciless as a free agent, Equinemius St. Brown. Uh, I know the uh, it doesn't say the Smith brothers, but I'm pretty sure what, they're not even brothers. But one of them is going to have to be either be cut or traded mm-hmm. because it's too much money. And then if you resign, if you get Aaron to come back, that's a forty million dollar cap hit. Yeah, exactly. Um, Tom Brady. Uh, I don't know if you guys listened to that that podcast that he was on. It kind of sounded like he might retire. What do you guys? What do you guys, what mean, do you guys think? He's forty four. I would not be surprised. I mean, I, I my gut says he doesn't. But with all the drama that's been going on in Tampa and all the people they have to try to bring back, I could see it. They signed like half the roster back on one year deals so they could try to run it back. So they, they I think uh, like Chris Godwin's going to be gone. Gronk's on a one year deal. I think this was the last year of Brady's deal. So. Mm-hmm. Um, the NFL without Tom Brady. Strange, right? They'd have to re-sign like Shaq Thompson, Levante David, mm-hmm. like every big name on their team. And they um franchise tagged uh um what's his name, right? Um who? The wide receiver. Uh Godwin. Evans? Godwin. Godwin's yeah, he's franchised this year, but now he's a free agent. Oh man. Or maybe he came back on a one year I don't remember if he came back on a one year deal or not. I think I see. I mean, it may have been a one knee or new. I thought they franchise tagged, but oh no, they franchised because it was like seventeen and a half mil. I remember. Um, but um, yeah, NFL without the NFL without Tom Brady, it's gonna be strange uh, if he decides to call it quits. Uh, but uh, another quarterback officially called it quits today. today. I mean, we already knew, but uh, Big Ben officially. Um, is out of the NFL's uh, 18 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ben was a part of our childhood and growing up. So it's um, he should have retired like two years. Yeah, ago. yeah, I I think he should have retired a couple years ago. But uh, you know, we here we are here now, and uh, you know, seven. Thank thank you, seven. Good job. I mean, I think he. I mean, you guys think he's a Hall of Famer? Mm. First ballot yeah. Hall of Famer. I think he's a Hall of Famer. One, one, two Super Bowls. Been to three. Yeah, he's top um, ten in every passing stat and has two Super Bowls. He'll 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 be first ballot. First ballot. Right. Played beautiful. Played eighteen seasons, all for one team. Never yeah. had a losing season. Nope. Um. Yeah. Great. Awesome. Yeah, I'm not, I've never been a big fan of the guy, but no, he's a Hall of Famer, no doubt. Mm-hmm. That's like saying is Aaron Rodgers a Hall of Famer? Like, yeah, he he is. Oh gosh, dude, yeah. All right. Um, there's a question um on uh this show on uh what is it? What's, what's the show with Stephen A. in the morning on ESPN? So on first take this morning, um, it was a question given to him: 
who changed the narrative the most for the for the Los Angeles Rams? Uh, OBJ or Stafford? What do you What do you guys think for that situation there in L- in LA? Wait, repeat that. What do you mean, change the narrative? Who who changed? Okay, who who helped the the Rams be where they are right now? I mean, that's pretty obvious. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to give Stafford all the credit. That roster is insane. Mm-hmm. They probably have the best, if not one of the best, rosters in the NFL. Like you went out, Robert Woods went down with an ACL tear, and you replace him with Odell Beckham. Yeah, crazy, right? Like, I mean. There's a lot of quarterbacks that could be doing what Stafford's doing. Am I happy for Stafford? Yes. Has he kind of changed that narrative around him? Yes, but there's no narrative being changed with the Rams. Mm-hmm. It's all about Stafford as a personal, uh, personally as a player. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm happy for him. I'm glad he's getting his, but and, um, I, and I think he'll be playing in a Super Bowl in a few weeks, but you know, I hope so. Hope so. I'm, oh man. I hate, I hate playing San Fran, but I hope so. Um, all right, the oh, what can we talk about here? So many, so much stuff going on in the NFL right now. Um, God, Rams Chiefs in the Super Bowl would be the matchup of uh, the most annoying wife, uh, wife in the NFL versus the second most annoying wife in the NFL. <laughs> I hate that. I hate the Mahomes family, man. They're the Mahomes. The Mahomes family is the worst. Mm-hmm. But I said this: I'm like, he sold his soul, and his punishment was his brother and his wife for the rest Facts. of his life. Facts. So I don't. I never minded Kelly Stafford that much, but um, not worse. Mahomes' wife is just on another planet. She's she's awful. She's like I people using the word hate, and then I'm like, someone pulled up a tweet from her. It was like the Lions are the dirtiest team in the league, and I hate them. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then she's tweeted something like, I wish people would just let me live my life and do what I want. And they're like, yeah, but what when you're in the position Fair you point. are, you need to act accordingly. Mm-hmm. Right. Don't act like a moron. Um, what do you guys think about this? Uh, came out uh, yesterday. Uh, Baltimore Ravens targeting the old linebackers coach Mike Mc- McDonald from Michigan Wolverines uh, to be I mean, the, as, soon, to be as soon as they as soon as they fired their defensive coordinator, we all knew it was going to be Mike McDonald. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That way, it, which is weird. They fired uh, a defensive coordinator after they had a top five defense this season. No, no, crazy, right? I mean, I, don't, I mean, I, I don't understand that. That's what franchises do when they're not used to losing. I don't even think it's that. I just think either I th- my personal opinion is they panic. They heard somewhere that somebody else was targeting McDonald, maybe like college football's a head coach like next year or mm-hmm. another NFL team, yeah. and they thought they couldn't wait another season. Yeah. I mean, part of me thinks that it was all part of the plan for the Ravens was, hey, we'll loan this oh, guy to... I definitely yeah. think that was part of the plan. Hey, we're going to give you Mike McDonald. Let him be your DC. Get him some experience. I don't think the plan was just a one-year thing, though. Yeah. I think something happened that spooked the Ravens, and that made him make a early it change. It made John Harbaugh jump. Yeah. But, I mean... I, Have you heard uh, the hot name for uh, his replacement at Michigan, though? Is it not Elston? No. Who? Herdy uh, Hardball reached out to Larry Foote. Really? Uh, yeah, the linebackers coach for the Buccaneers and former Michigan linebacker. That would be interesting, and I would it love would be. it. It would be. They're saying it's either that or give uh, Elston and um, uh, what's the cornerback's coach's name? Oh, yeah, make them co-coordinators. Yeah, make yeah. them co-coordinators. Uh, 
Uh, I forgot his name, but yes, I did see that. It's like Clink and Shank or something like that. Yeah, Clink. I just I know. I just call him Clink. Name. I love that yeah. name. So yeah, obviously Clink and Shank would do more of the passing game, and uh, Elston be more of the run game. I guess court defensive coordinator. Clink scale. Um, yeah, I like that. Clink scale. That's what it is. All right, Stephen Clink scale. I like that a lot. I like Clink and Shank better, but yeah, Clink yeah, and yeah, yeah. That's not his real name. So. <laughs> What'd you do when you went to prison? A Clink and Shank shaked. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, Aiden. Those are the two uh, rumors around the defensive yeah, coordinator job right now. That's going to be crazy. I mean, if they can pull Larry Foote out of the NFL, I, I'm all for it. Because mm-hmm. um, he coached for the Steelers, too, at one point, didn't he? Uh, I don't or did he just, know. Or did he just play for them? I think he played for the Steelers later on in his career. I think he was drafted by Tampa. Or maybe not. Maybe it's the other way around. Coaching career. Now he coached with the Cardinals and and now the Bucks. Oh, yeah. He coached the the linebackers uh, for Bruce Arians with the Cardinals and then again with the Bucks when uh, Arians came to the Bucks. Yeah. I would love to get him if we could. Yeah, I'd be all for it. All right. Um, before we uh, take a take our take our break here, um, one second. Sorry. All right. Uh, I have a question from Aiden here regarding. Um, oh, we're we're gonna get to the coaches here. Uh, after our break, um, I have to step away. I have a couple questions. I'll give. I'll shoot to these guys. They can um, talk about it. But um. Right now, Aiden. One of Aiden's questions. Yeah, a lot of them here. Uh, okay, I don't know who at Pale Whale is. I'm pretty sure it's Spencer. That's me. Um, Joe Burrow mm. is better than Justin <laughs> Herbert. Changed my mind at Pale Whale. Uh, I feel like this is directed at you. I think Justin Herbert's more talented, but when it comes to like qualities like the clutch gene and having ice in his veins, it's definitely Burrow. Mm-hmm. That's swag- like, oh, swagger. Overall, like, yeah, he's got that swag. Like, I think overall, though, like, talent-wise and, like, just as a quarterback, I'd probably still take uh, Herbert. Mm, no. Right now, I would take uh, Burrow over Herbert. Like, I'm drafting right now. I'm draft. It's, 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 it's Herbie. No. Just for me. That's, I mean, you know, I, I'm biased toward Herbert. One team's dragged his team to a playoff. The other hasn't been in the playoffs his uh, entire two-year career one guy has a coach that's not and the other does have a coach that's kind of brandon staley made some boneheaded decisions this year that cost them games that's true yeah so, I mean, uh, yeah i think the chargers could have easily been in the playoffs I, I but too many mistakes were made they obviously didn't make it and no i love joe burrow i love both of them i just I'm I'm also a little biased because I loved Herbert coming out of college, even though everyone was like, oh, he's not a leader. He's not that good. And then he gets to the NFL and he's a dog. So, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm on the Burrow train, I think. Uh, so I ain't getting off. I think he's right. a, I love, I love his attitude. The swagger. I do like that we have a new like generation of QBs coming up. That's, oh, I love it's it. It's going to be fun to watch them oh, all for the next yeah. 10 to 15, maybe 20 years. I was thinking I was, when I was watching that game, uh, or I was watching the Bills and Chiefs game, and I, I think I texted in the group chat, I'm like, this is going to be the next 5 to 10 years, this matchup. It's, it's, it looks like the next Brady Brady Manning. And I love it. I love I love it. You know. So, And then you got Joe Burrow coming in there. 
behind. You know, you got you got uh just you got Hair Air Bear. You know, like he's mm-hmm. he's just got to get a team he can build he can build around and get the, he'll right. get there too. I think you know. And and who knows? Maybe Trey Lance ends up being good, and you mm-hmm. add him to the list, or, or Jordan Love. Maybe maybe Jordan Love. Who knows? Yeah. But like I like it remains to be seen with them. But no, I Aiden, you're not. I'm not going to say Aiden's wrong because obviously Joe Burrow's accomplished more in two years than Herbert has. But yeah, I mean, I, I like, yeah, I think the situations are a little different. Uh, I think it hurt. It hurt the Chargers playing in the best division in football. So mm, second would, best division. I would say the AFC North's harder than the AFC West, top to bottom. I mean, the Ravens were eh. The the Browns were eh, and the Steelers were eh. Yeah, but they still they're way more talented than the Raiders, uh, Broncos. <clears throat> yeah, I mean they were seven points more talented than the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> no. But no, I agree. I'm just saying, top to bottom, I think the AFC yeah. North's harder than the AFC West. Yeah, that AFC West next year could be a problem if Denver goes out, and gets a quarterback, and yeah, uh, what quarterback besides Aaron Rodgers could they go out and get though? Uh, fuck fine. I don't know, dude. Mm-hmm. Right. It's easy to say, oh, a team can be good if they go out and get a quarterback. There aren't very many good ones available. I feel like they could find somebody. What if they get like a Jimmy G? Is he that much big of a step up over Bridgewater? I think he is. I don't think I think Jimmy G is better. I don't think he's turning them into a playoff contender. I don't know who's available. That's part of my problem. Besides a rod, I'd have to look that up. Um, I don't. I mean, the, the Raiders have a chance to be good next year too if they get their shit together. Dude, they're I, right now. They're one of my sleepers for uh, AFC next year. I think they did. Uh, they had a great season amidst uh, a lot of turmoil. Uh, and if they don't hire Basaccia, they're fucking stupid. Agreed. I just think it's ridiculous uh, they wouldn't. Did you him. see who the new rumor is now? Who? Josh McDaniels. Yeah, I saw that. They uh, brought him back in for another interview. Will the NFL learn that you can't copy the Patriot way? Well, see, the thing about McDaniels is he went to the Broncos, and I was some I don't know who I was listening to, but they said, yeah, he showed he showed signs of being a good head coach. It just didn't work. So he goes to the Patriots, becomes, you know, one of the you know, let's quote unquote top coordinators in the league and then almost goes to Indy and then decides now nah, I'm staying with New England and now I he's on the market decision. again. That worked. I think that worked out for Indy in my opinion. Probably, but just as a coach, fuck that up. Mm-hmm. Uh, coaching one of the most talented rosters in the NFL. Right. Um, yeah, the free agent quarterback list is not that great. Yeah, because you don't let Good free or quarterbacks hit free agency. True. Hey, you could go get a guy like uh, Chad Henney if he doesn't <laughs> retire. Marcus Mariota. Yeah, he's still floating around, man. Yeah. Marcus Mariota's not even better than Bridgewater. There's rumors that there's teams going to target him to be the starter next year, and I don't Mariota? know why. Yeah. Why he couldn't beat out Derek Carr? Because Derek they- Carr was bad. So they, well, Derek Carr's never really been bad. He had some bad games on bad teams, but listen, this is just what I hear in the circles. 
I don't make the rules. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, so here, uh, all right. So what's gonna happen here? Um, we're we're gonna take a break real quick. We'll come back, and then we will. Um, actually, you know what, Jay? I have a quick question here with with uh, Aiden. Uh, we have two minutes left. This could be quick. Um, the USA men's national team looked good as fuck. He said. Is this the team? I don't think they looked that good tonight. I've um, obviously they won. They dominated a lot of possession, but you're going up against the second worst team in their qualifying pool. I was not all that impressed. Right. Um, but I think the team he played out there tonight should be your starting lineup outside of um, uh, Jesus Ferreira at striker. It should be Pepe or Josh Sargent, but mm-hmm. everybody else, that's probably your starting lineup. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, I like this team. I hope they can succeed. You know, I would love to see this team succeed. Um, but see what else. Uh all right. Um all right, so let's take a break here. We'll be right back. Uh, talk a little bit, and then I'll have to step away. But um, we'll talk about some coaches stuff when I when I when we come back from this break. We'll be right Hell back. Yeah. Hell yeah! Uh, a question um, from Aiden here um, regarding. Let's talk about some, the NFL coaches thing going on right now. Uh, the coaches, the coaches uh, situation in the NFL is is going. It's absolutely bonkers. In GMs as well. Um, so we saw the Bears get uh, the duo they wanted. Uh, we saw the Jags damn near got the coach they wanted, but Brian Leftwich wants doesn't want uh what's his name as GM. He uh he, he, he and he wants control of the players and the team pretty much to do what he needs to do. Um uh so um and then what else? The, the Denver Broncos, uh, the the Saints, the Saints. Would you, were you guys shocked what happened with the Saints? And this is a question from Aiden: Are the Saints fucked? Question mark. The Saints are fucked, but it's because they lose Sean Payton and their seventy-two million dollars over the cap. I, th- I think Sean Payton was like, "My deal's up," and this situation's not getting any better anytime soon. So he dipped. Right. Also, partially his fault because he paid Taysom Hill forty million dollars. Yeah, what the hell? What a dumbass. It's called, like, I'm doing a friend a favor because I really like him. It's like Jim Harbaugh, like, this guy's got grit and he works hard, so he's going to play even though he's not not the best player. Like, I, I get the sentiment, and I know you're trying to reward hard work, but if the dude can't play, the dude can't play. Yeah, I... I, I, I don't... Uh... That whole that whole weird attraction, the whole weird situation with Tim, Taysom Hill, uh, and uh, Sean Payton—that was just—I just, don't know. The dude was a t- uh, whatever. No, I'm not going to get into it. I don't like—I I don't like him as what they had him as a player. I think the whole the whole idea of him as what he did is just—it's pointless, um, a waste of money and a waste of a roster space. Because, yeah, cool, he can he can be like a backup tight end or do some weird trickery plays here and there, but. He's a gadget player, and he's an a- he's a very average quarterback. 
at best. Like he's never going to be like an elite quarterback. He's never going to be above average. Hell, I would take Jared Goff over him 10 times out of 10. Oh, but he can run. So what? Yeah, so what, dude? So what? Congrats. Like he won some games in New Orleans. They had a top five defense. Ugh, so dumb. Um, so the Saints are $78 million in cap. Cap oh, they're, hell. They're in, they're in cap hell. Yeah, they're deep. They're deep into cap hell. Um, is there anything that can help them get out of? I mean, they were in, not, what, 91 last season. Now they got to 78. No, they got to burn it down. They got it has something has to change, right? Like you, you paid Michael Thomas an abhorrent amount of money, and he didn't play. Um, and I think that had more to, him not playing had more to do with he hates a, you know, upper management than anything else. So because they tried to force him to play on uh, what he thought was a hurt ankle, went to a private doctor and got his surgery done. So I don't know. They're just they're screwed. Sean, Sean Payton's a good coach. Like, was he a little overrated, in my opinion? Yeah. But you win a Super Bowl, so you get you get benefit of the doubt. Yeah, it's... Ugh. All right, and then uh, let's talk about the Jaguar situation um, here uh, it, with a question from Aidan. Um Dan, a Dan, uh, a Dan. Does the uh, Jaguar is interviewing Fangio make any sense after the dumpster fire that is Denver? No, I don't think Vic Fangio is that bad of a of a coach. I think he got screwed because they never found him a quarterback. Yeah, I don't think Vic Fangio is that bad either. I think that's like a, I think he's in the same. He's not quite as good as Brian Flores, but I think he's in that same boat where. I think he deserves another shot at a team that's got some pieces because if you give that, if you give Denver a quarterback, that's not Teddy Bridgewater or drew Locke, I think they're a playoff team. Uh-huh. Although I would, if I'm the Jags, I would rather have Brian Leftwich, but that would mean firing your GM. So yeah, I don't know if they want to do that. So I mean, I, I heard would the GM them. is garbage. I would too, but I don't know if they would want to do that. Yeah. Trent Balky is a fucking piece of shit. So I mean, when you go to the locker room after a game and Jim Harbaugh says, this is a place for men only, <laughs> <laughs> it shows that like you do, he doesn't command respect and no one likes him. Yeah. So, I mean, if I'm the Jaguars, see, Byron Leftwich is perfect because he played for the Jags. He was a first-round pick for them. Mm-hmm. He had success with them. He knows what it takes to win in Jacksonville. Yeah. So I, if, it, if it were me and I'm Shad Khan, I'm doing whatever I have to do to hire him. And if that means firing Trent Balky, yep, I'm firing him. The leverage is is uh, the ball is in left with, or is in the Jacks court because they forced it on being like, listen, it, it, we we're in control of this whole thing with Leftwich. But uh, after the uh, people the people start getting the coaches start getting snagged, uh, you know, snagged up. Now it's, I mean, the ball is in Jack's court. They got, you know, Leftwich got the leverage. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how it goes down. But um, I'm going to step away for a second, guys, um, for for a minute here. Um, these boys are going to take it over. Um, you guys want to talk about, just talk about the coaches and stuff and what's been going on in the coaching world, NFL world, uh, any anything like that. So I'll be right back. What do you, uh, Jay, what do you think is a good fit for Vic Fangio if he were to get rehired? Uh, I don't know. 
out of the jobs opened right now, which uh, there's only like three at the moment: Minnesota Raiders and Jacksonville. I think uh, so. And yeah. Houston. Houston, yeah. Although that's um, although we know that they want to hire somebody, but they won't do it yet. Yeah, for me, he's an like not an established head coach, but one with a decent experience. I would say Houston probably. You know what I was thinking? Bef- I was thinking the Bears before they hired Eberflus. Mm. Because he brings yeah. stability to the defense, and as long as you hire a good offensive coordinator for Justin Fields, that could be a good fit. Yeah. But, you know, That's obviously true. obviously that didn't happen, and they hired Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles. I don't know how that's going to work, so we'll see what happens there. The Vikings didn't hire anybody yet? They still looking? I think so. Who's been who got hired? The Bears hired Eberflus. Uh, oh, the Vikings hired a GM. Yeah. The Texans that that Texan situation is so funny. It is. If any of the listeners don't know, they they want to hire Josh McCown, but he has zero coaching experience, and they're trying to wait for another team to interview him before they hire him. Right. It's so sad. It is. After they hired a coach that took a like one win roster, won four games, and coached up uh, your third round quarterback uh, rookie into 16 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and he actually played well. David Culley got screwed. Yep. Well, they needed to blame somebody, and who better than the coach? Was Culley an uh, offensive guy? I don't remember. I just remember he was from the Patriots. The Ravens. Was he from the Ravens? Yeah, I think he was the Ravens. I'm looking right now to make sure. Mm-hmm. I thought it was the Ravens. Coaching career. Eagles, Chiefs, Bills, Ravens, and then the Texans. I think I'm thinking of their GM. He was the Ravens assistant head coach and wide receivers coach and passing coordinator under Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. You know who the Lions should go for? Who? David Cully. For what role? Offensive coordinator, since they don't have one. That's true. Just pop him in there. And I mean, if you can coach, Jay, if you can coach up Davis Mills, I think you can coach up Jared Goff. Yeah. So that's just my opinion. But I don't know who else. I don't know who would be a good fit for Minnesota. You're stuck with Kirk Cousins for at least one more year. Yeah, I don't know. That will be pretty interesting. Maybe hire a defensive coach and then hope, pray to God. Yeah. Uh, other than that, though, I don't really think there's anything else to talk about in the coaching carousel. Not really. We already talked about Michigan. It's looking like Harbaugh's going to stay. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, let's move on to something else. Uh, what do you want to go to? Um, how about the greatest game of playoff football since possibly the Chiefs-Patriots uh, game a couple of years ago? Or the Patriots-Falcons Super Bowl? Uh, that wasn't really a good game. That was just two blowouts, one for each team. But the, uh, the, the comeback? Yeah. That's true. It was two blowouts, yeah. Um, no, that was that was 
that was that was theater that was drama it was awesome it was it was i mean you can't get a more perfect game to happen also to all the bills fans complaining about the overtime rules maybe you don't let up 50 yards in 13 seconds 14 seconds now i do agree i think they should change the rules a little bit because i think it's criminal that josh allen didn't get a chance to respond but yeah, you 13 seconds left, man. You gotta stop. You gotta get one stop. If they stop them on one of the two plays, the Chiefs lose. Right. But they didn't. They just were like, hey, here's Tyree Kill and here's Travis Kelsey. They got 50 yards in 11 seconds. Like, guys, come on. So I mean it was is it, it was it is what it is now, but I we were sitting there watching the game and uh, I looked at my mom and I'm like, Yeah, there's 13 seconds, and they got Mahomes. And then I'm like, and I'm like, Butker's a really good kicker. So if they get it, they get within like 55, 60, they'll probably give him a shot. Right. And the best part was um, Kelsey basically engineering that entire drive. Yep. He's on the sideline. He's like, hey, if we see that same look, I'm just going to run up the seam. And then you hear the the mic'd up. You hear Mahomes, do it, Kels, do it, Kels. Yep. It's amazing. Josh Allen, though. Monster. Yep. What I appreciate about the Josh Allen, uh, Josh Allen's like whole career is that after his first couple of seasons, I, I don't think a lot of coaching staffs and organizations would have stuck with a guy with his stats. You know, probably I mean? not. Yeah, they probably would have just been like ah, like treated him like a Mitch Trubisky, and then moved on. But. Sean McDermott and that staff stuck with him. And I mean, now he's a top five quarterback. Like he's insane. Yeah. Well, he's not accurate. He's just got a big arm. It's like, well, it works. He, he can learn to be accurate. Right. I mean, hell, they don't even have a running game. It's all. That's him. what coaches are for. Right. Like, holy shit. And the Packers game was just sweet, poetic justice. Yep. Like I, every time I try to like Aaron Rodgers, he just does some dumb shit or says some stupid shit and it makes me hate him again. <laughs> um, the Niners, I don't, I don't know. They just have their number. I, it's ridiculous. Yep. So like, oh, the Packers beat him in the regular season. It's like, yeah, but even that was like a nail biter, and Rodgers had to drive him down the field in thirty seconds to win. Now, now you now you got to have. Uh, are the Rams going to lose to the Niners for the seventh straight time? I think so. I think the Niners beat them. Yep. Damn, I don't. I can't. Like I, as much as I try to talk myself into it, I can't see it. It just the math doesn't add up. There's I just I don't know how they do it. Like the Niners shouldn't be able to beat the Rams, but they do. Right. Especially for six times in a row. Right. Did you see what uh, that some media guy asked Sean McVay? He's like, is Kyle Shanahan in your head? And McVay was just like, no. The kind yeah. of Plus, who, even if he was, who the hell's ever going to admit to that? Right. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Ky- uh, Sean McVay doesn't go to bed at night thinking, oh, no, 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 don't do it. Don't do it, Kyle. Right. So, so stupid. And then I mean, what was the what were the other games? Cincy, Tennessee, and uh, 
what was the other NFC? The Rams and the Bucks. We talked about those a little bit earlier. Should be a fun Sunday. Right. Should be. Um, so let's see. Do we want to move on to basketball? That's fine with me. And for being a number one pick, how freaking underrated Cade Cunningham is? Uh, yes. He's amazing. Did uh, you watch that thing I sent you on, uh, sent the group on Twitter yesterday about how during the entire Nuggets Pistons highlights, they didn't show any Pistons or Cade Cunningham highlights once? Yes, and I appreciate Candace Parker for calling them out. Yes, thank you, Candace Parker. Because she's like, um, Cade Cunningham had a career high 34 points, eight rebounds, eight assists, and four blocks. And she goes, We got one highlight of them. The rest was all Nuggets. Plus, the, there's only been one other rookie to do that in history, and that was Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Some dude on Twitter did an NBA redraft, and he goes, mm-hmm. with the number one pick. I redraft. saw that. It was yeah. Chad Ford, and I commented on it. Like He's like, they're taking Evan Mobley. Like, what? Why would they do that? Right. Like, how stupid can you? Like, I, I understand a lot of it's for clicks and stuff, but, like, come on, man. Right. And he gets paid to write that shit. Nah, there's, you, your, there's your comment. You haven't watched did, Cade this season, have you? Yeah. Did you see uh, who, was, who was picked for the Rockets? Was it two? No. It wasn't Cade Cunningham. It was Harrison Barnes. What? Yeah. Uh, I can't even read it. Um, you got to go uh, to his Twitter comments. I think it was the one right after uh, uh, the Pistons one. Wait, go to his Twitter comments? Or go to his Twitter. Uh, what he tweeted. It should be right after the, the NBA, Pistons one. The redraft thing? Uh, yeah. Probably. Still, let me read it. Or no, go to his like actual account. He, Scotty fucking Barnes. Oh my god. Who did he have at three? I didn't look. I stopped reading. Well, Chad Ford, probably never going to listen to this podcast. Well, actually, you never will listen to this podcast. You're a dumbass. You're stupid. Big, big old dumb. Right. That makes no sense, dude. I get like hot takes and trying to get clicks, but why? Why be a retard? That's like, uh, what's his nuts? Um, Carlos Monterez and Rico Beard. <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do you get paid for this shit, man? Like Rico says the most outlandish dumb shit on the radio. And I'm like, you be- I'm like, you better be thankful that Mike Valeni is one of your best friends or else you'd be fucking just sitting at your newspaper writing your shitty articles. Right. Dude, he's like, and it's like, it's so funny because everyone on Twitter that talks about it is like, dude, he's the worst voice in Detroit sports. Yep. And it's not even, it's not even just like the hatred toward Michigan or this Michigan state slappy part. That's whatever. I get it. You went there, you're biased. It's what it's fine. But like just the dumb shit they say, like, oh, well, Aiden Hutchinson's not, shouldn't be a top overall pick. Did you see how he played against Georgia? And I'm like, did, did you see how he played against Georgia? <laughs> like, even, like, they, they schemed him out of the game, and when they didn't, he was still getting pressure. Right. 
And then they're like, oh, well, then one of them was like, and he, and he was like, oh, well, they need to take Kyle Hamilton it too. And I'm like, uh, I'm not, I don't hate it. And Valenny shat on him for it. It was funny. I'm, I'm slowly talking myself into taking uh, Kyle Hamilton if they can't get, if they don't love Thibodeau or uh, Hutchinson. Yeah. But no, Detroit sports media, there's a reason they're called the Dungeon of Doom. Right. I like Kyle Hamilton. It's hard to take a safety at two. It, it really is. Borderline impossible. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at him. Even though I could, even though I do believe he'll be the best safety in the league in uh, two or three seasons. Yeah. I'm looking at Kuiper's big board from a couple days ago. He's got Hutch, Thibodeau, Neal from Bama, Hamilton, uh, Equanu, the tackle from NC State, Stingley. Drake London's all the way up to number seven. There's no way. Yeah. Devin Lloyd. I love Devin Lloyd. If he's there at the Lions pick, I would love them to take him. The Lions pick's going to end up being like 30, so I don't think there's a chance in hell. Um, Ojabo at nine. Nicobe Dean at 10. Sauce Gardner at 11. Linderbaum from Iowa. Cross the tackle for Mississippi State. This, he still has Jamison Williams in the top 15 at number 14. Garrett Wilson, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, some linebacker from Penn State. I don't know how to say his name. Ebikiti. Ebikite. Yeah, he's a pretty good pass rusher. He might have been the third best pass rusher in the Big Ten this year. Nice. Uh, Trayvon Walker from Georgia. George Karlaftis is dropped. He's dropped him all the way down to 20. What the fuck? He was a top like seven pick like last week. Mm-hmm. Trevor Penning, offensive tackle, Northern Iowa. Jahan Dotson, wide receiver, Penn State. Chris Olave, Traylon Burks, the receiver from Arkansas. Matt Corral. That's top 25. He doesn't go past that. I don't know, man. It's going to be... It's going to be a wild ride, man. Right. She so Peyton Manning. Have, what? Uh, what were you saying about Manning? I said Peyton Manning came out and said he thinks Goff has what it takes to be a championship quarterback. I mean, he's won champion, or he's won uh, NFC. Yeah, won the NFC title. Championships, yeah. I don't think he'll ever be a Super Bowl quarterback, not on a Lions team. It would what have been about the, Jared Goff. Oh, I came at the right time. They'd have to. Really. They would have to do what the Rams did, and they'd have to like go all in, sign a bunch of crazy free agents, draft really, really well, trade away have, multiple first round picks, mm-hmm. and they'd have to run the same kind of system, which they kind of do now. The the play action, run the ball, and have a just an insane defense. Right. But I mean, I don't see it happening. But right. I also don't see their future quarterback in this draft. We didn't ever talk about Aiden's question, did we? We didn't. We got distracted. Yeah, that happens. Um, so hold on. I'll read the question real quick. It was... Uh, where'd it go? There it is. It says, uh, the Pistons should get rid of Killian Hayes. Hayes, however, possibly signed Tyus Jones. He's 25, fits the timeline for the build. He's a good point guard. I love Tyus Jones. You know that? Well, because he went to Duke and you're a slappy. I don't think you need another point guard. Let Cade be the main one and have uh, so you get a true, uh, Jackson be the backup. Mm-hmm. Get a true second, get a true two, get a true uh, shooting guard. Yeah. I mean, 
I mean, I was, I, I think it's time. I think they need to move on from Killian. I, he's not getting better. It's kind of harsh to say that on a player who's only 19. Yeah, true. That's true. I mean, it could take more time, but it's hard to have a point guard in the NBA that cannot shoot the ball. And you got to remember, he missed like more than half the season last year. True. Was he a rookie last year? Yeah. Yeah. No, he was hurt. I mean, I think it just depends. I'm not Troy Weaver and I'm not Dwayne Casey. I have no idea what they're going to do, but I mean, they gave, um, Seku like so much, so many, like what, three years to develop. And then they're like, ah, ah, Seku was one where he never really, I just never put it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had like all the, the athleticism in the world and just couldn't mm-hmm. put it together. Like the potential was there for him to be really good. But right, like right, he couldn't figure it out once he got to the NBA. Yeah, like he he would have like a stretch of really good games, and then he'd just be like ass for like two weeks. Right, right. So I don't know. I mean, I know it's not fair to judge Killian Hayes as harshly as they are, but if if it's between him and Tyus Jones, I'd probably just stick with Killian for another year. Mm-hmm. Right. Because Tyus Jones doesn't, hasn't really done anything. He averages like six points a game. I mean, okay. Now, I'm not saying that's because I'm a Duke slappy. I, I, he, he's, I mean, he's a good point guard. Like, um, the way he can, and he's, not, I mean, you know, he's not like a, a Chris Paul or you know those bigger point guard, like a point guard like that. But he can, he has done a good job with uh, the way he can start to, you know, run the court. But I, I don't want, I don't think adding him would help that much. Because I want Cade, like Jay said, I want Cade to run that offense. I want Cade to be that guy to bring that ball up to court. I want Cade to start it, start the uh, the play, start a play, run the play. You know, um, so I don't think adding him would be a good idea. So, but good player though. Like, there's a reason he's not been. There's a, there's a reason Tyus Jones isn't a starting point guard in the NBA. That's all I'll say. I think he's fine off the bench to, you know, give you some minutes, maybe score you six to 10 points and whatever, you know, give you a couple of rebounds, just, you know, give your, your starter a spell, but I don't know if he's good enough to be your starter. Yeah. So, um, I think you're better off trying to get one in the draft, especially if you're going to be in the top five, if that's the route you choose to go. But I don't know what they're going to do in the draft. I don't even know who the top prospects are besides that kid from Auburn. Well, I'm Blanchero. Yeah, Chad Holmgren. Bro, if the, if the Pistons end up Apollo Banchero, I'm gonna lose my mind. Oh, please. What about Chad Holmgren? I don't, oh yeah, he, I like him. He's. A, I think he's. For me, he's kind of a. He, he's a project. I think he fits better in the Pistons' offense. Though you have a stretch five. Yeah, but you gotta make. He's he's really gotta. He's really gotta like. Um, what is it? What do you? He's gotta. He's got to like grow into his body. He's really skinny. Right. And like when you, if he's going to be a five, a stretch five, I know he's seven feet, but he's 195. You got to get him up to 225 because he's not going to be able to bang down low with guys like Embiid and Anthony Davis. Like I'm, I'm looking at a, uh, a draft room thing for the NBA right now. They have uh, Jabari Smith as the number one uh, from, uh, Auburn, and then Chet Holmgren, and then Paolo Bancero. 
And they said uh, his comp is Dirk-like Marcus Cambion D for Chet Holmgren. Ooh. Paolo Banchero is uh, Chris Weber. Oh. Chris Weber, you know, we all, you know, when he coming out of college, he was supposed to be the real deal. Mm-hmm. He was a good NBA player. I mean, mm-hmm. he wasn't like Hall of Fame good, but yeah. Yeah, uh, then Ty Ty Washington's next, the point guard from Kentucky. And they said he's Brandon Knight plus. Oh, I don't like that comparison. So lightning quick lead guard with great handles and penetrating ability plays both ends and hits the three point shot. Hmm. Caleb Houston's all the way down to number 22. Um, there was a mock draft that came out yesterday that's had us taking uh, Banchero. So at number two, he's 19. You know, he'll be 19 by the time mm-hmm. he gets... Uh, oh, he's 19 now, actually. Um, they, they comp Caleb Houston to Mike Dunleavy. Oh. <laughs> 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 you see, you hate to see it. Oh, Lord. I don't know. I mean, if it's, but I, Aiden, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's an unfair question. I mean, after it's just halfway through second season, he hasn't really shown a whole lot, but like Jay said, he think, is, he's 19. I think he'll get, or there's a good chance he'll get traded. I just don't think bringing in another point guard is what we need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I agree with that, Jay. Yes. They just need talent. Like, that's a, basically. Well, do you uh, see who the big rumor is now that the Pistons are going to throw the bag at uh, DeAndre Ayton in the offseason? I wouldn't be mad at that. What? Say that again, Jay? I'm sorry. The Pistons are going to are talking about offering a max contract to DeAndre Ayton. I, the uh, yes, please. I'm all for it. He's one of the league's best rebounders, and he's going to give you 15 points a night. So mm-hmm. Facts, yep. He's like he's like he's like uh, what's his name? He's like Andre Drummond, but he can better. actually score. Yeah. Yeah. He's Andre. He's Andre Drummond, but good. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. And if the Suns let him go, they're stupid because their owner's a second. Well, the owner won't pay him the max, so the yeah. owner's a racist dumbass. So that is also true. Yeah, true. <laughs> you guys, uh, what did you guys talk about? Coaches. A little yeah. bit on the coaches. We kind of went through like who got hired. Like yep. Where Fangio might fit if he got rehired. Right, um, cool. There wasn't a whole lot to talk about really after we did that, so we just kind of bullshitted for a minute. Yeah. Um. So, um. With that being said, uh, who you guys got in the uh, Kansas City Chiefs Bengals game? We doing the pickums? Hmm? Uh, I mean, meh. We'll do pickums, and we have like ten minutes left in this uh, this Zoom call. So. Nah, nah. If you're gonna move to that, we doing the pickums, boy. I bet. Cue the music. Ba, 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 da, ba. We got the Bengals visiting the Chiefs at the, histor- the-, the historical Arrowhead Stadium. What is the line for this? Kansas City minus seven. A touchdown, eh? Chiefs mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. Bengals cover. Mm. <laughs> I want to do it. This means these pickups in the playoffs means nothing. I want to do it. Do it. You know what? 
give me the Bengals. They win by if they win by a game winning field goal. Dip wants chaos. I love chaos. Yeah, I think um, I think to, to the Bengals to win this game, you gotta limit the deep balls to Tyreek Hill. Uh, you gotta stop. Uh, do the best of your ability to stop tra- Travis Kelsey. Um, I think you stop those guys, you'll be just fine. Uh, uh, Mahomes actually did better last game though with his feet. Like, um, I mean, he always has, but uh, the last game he really was um, more alert and you know out of the pocket if he had to escape, and um, he did a good job. So he was gotta, unsackable last week, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you got and like like we talked about earlier in the pod, you gotta you gotta limit those sacks on Joey B. Uh, if you want to win this game, so. Why not, dude? Screw it. Give me the Bengals win by a game-winning field goal. The keys of that game, obviously, for the Bengals is to keep Joe Burrow upright, mm-hmm. and I think they need to be able to run the ball just to offset the passes. Yeah. Um, keep the Chiefs honest. Don't let them blitz every play. Then for the Chiefs, it's just contain Jamar Chase, I think. Um, and then, obviously, you're going to try to take advantage of that offensive line and get to Burrow. Right, yeah, for sure. But- I just think I think the Chiefs are going to have too much on offense. I don't know if the Bengals will be able to stop them enough. Mm-hmm. And I, Patrick Mahomes is just he's he's on a different he's in a different universe. Yeah, he is built different. Um, moving to Niners at Rams at the beautiful SoFi Stadium, mm. host of the Super Bowl this year. Mm. Um, we got the Rams minus three and a half. I'm going to take the Rams and the points. That'll be the lock of the week. And the points. What's the score, Spencer? Uh, I feel like the Rams are gonna win this one. Like, oh, like twenty-seven to twenty. Okay. What do you think, Jay? Sean McVay is gonna go, and the Rams are gonna go zero seven against the Forty ers Give me the Forty ers Oh, this is. You know what? You know what? This is good. This is where Jay's curse finally breaks. Right here. Um. Uh, of course, I'm not gonna p- not not pick the Rams. Rams and the points. I do believe they win by um, more than seven. I think this is a statement game. If they want to come out and punch these guys in the mouth for being for ruining everything, <laughs> not everything. I mean, they, they 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 have their number. You know, they have the Rams number. They limit they limited the season. Limited Stafford. Um, Stafford had an awful game. Uh, hit the first time around on Monday Night Football against these guys uh, at the 49ers, and it was just. Awful to watch. Um, they couldn't get anything going on offense. Uh, but the fact that it was it was a good sight to see last week when the Rams in the beginning when they were okay <clears throat> when they weren't you know choking. Um, they didn't have to use Cooper Cup. They had they had all everybody was was being utilized, and I loved that. But then you know. Cooper Cup's like, hey, guess what? I'm still Cooper freaking Cup um, at the end of the game, and that's why we won the game because of him uh, and Stafford with that beautiful ball. But uh, <laughs> it was good to see that. And I just think this is going to be different. The Rams are going into this different. Um, I was listening to uh, the, uh, this L.A. Uh, sports show um, because I do, and uh, they were talking just about – how Stafford is dialed in, and he's—I mean—he's always dialed in, but he's dialed in, and 
He doesn't want. He doesn't want to lose. He wants to get to the Super Bowl. He wants to have that that chance to show everybody, like, "Hey, I'm actually a good quarterback. I'm actually the quarterback that you've known I, that I've been." I don't think that's so, a question anymore, though. I think no, he's done yeah, enough yeah, yeah. just winning two playoff games. Yeah, and I think this will definitely staple it in if he can win this game. And um, I mean, hell, the, hell, he waxed the Cardinals so bad that the owner won't give the coaches their playoff bonus checks. That's pretty bad. <laughs> Um, that's so, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, give credit, give credit to the 49ers. They have fought their ass off. You know, they are their defense is just stupid. You know, and everybody's healthy on that 49ers defense, and it's going to be scary. It's going to be a good game. Uh, the atmosphere is going to be crazy. Uh, the fact that the Rams try to block everybody from coming, uh, the, the 49ers fans from coming is hilarious. I mean, it's smart, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it was loud. It was very loud. Well, they said uh, last time it was like 70-30 Niners fans. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it was crazy. So this week's different. I think it's going to be more more what we need uh, for the fans. But it's going to be a hell of a game. I think this will definitely be the game to watch over the Bengals-Chiefs game on... Uh, this this is the this is the Fox game, right? Yeah. So uh, this is gonna be. Oh, I'm so excited, so excited. But um, yeah, the Rams by 14. Oh yeah, we get to listen to freaking Troy Aikman's high ass. Yeah, Joe and uh, Joe Buck. Who's the Who's gonna be on the call for the other game? Oh, what Tony what? Romo, baby. Oh fuck, Tony Romo. He's yeah, so listen, annoying. Listen, you can listen to his soothing voice while you're going to the work. The only saving grace is that the Cowboys get knocked out, and we didn't have to listen to him gargle Dax balls anymore. It's <laughs> right. so true. Um. All right. So we're saying, we're saying Rams. Ram, oh well. Jay's saying 49ers Chiefs. Spencer, you're saying Chiefs Rams. I'm saying Rams Bengals in the uh, Super Bowl. I, I'm rooting for the best Super Bowl matchup. Mm-hmm. I think Rams and Chiefs are are it. I think that's going to be the most exciting Super Bowl that we're going to get out of these four. So, I was so close um, getting the Bills and the Rams. Um, that was a hell of a game last week by Josh Allen and the Bills. It's, it's good to see them uh, bounce, uh, having a good you know having a, g- a good season at the end there, bounce back um, mm-hmm. and work their way in. But uh, the Chiefs are definitely built different. They're back, you know, and. Uh, all I that. think I think what that Bills Chiefs game showed was that Dip was right. The Bills were a Super Bowl contending team. They just got knocked out by the other Super Bowl contending right, right, team. Yeah. This, and that game yeah. should have been that game should have been the AFC Conference uh, Championship game. It, it really should have been. You know, but but uh, they struggled, I mean, the Bills struggled. So. That's what happens when well the Bills and the Chiefs both had midseason struggles mm-hmm. and let the Titans take that one seed. Right. Exactly. So hundred percent. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's uh, congratulations to the Bengals though too. Um, you guys. Hell of a run they're on right now. Um, hey, they, it's, it's a lot. Even if they don't win Sunday, it's a lot to build on, man. Oh, for sure. You get you get some offensive linemen in. You know, you're just fine. I think, and in, in in our you know my opinion, but well, um, somebody somebody was like, I heard someone say like, oh, you think they're regretting not taking Penny Sewell? And I'm like, no, Jamar Chase is different. Oh, he's the guy. He's the guy. He was the guy to get there. Yeah, like that that pick was that was the right pick for them. I don't think there's any question about they're that. They're not now. there if they don't have Jamar Chase here. I don't, I don't think they're in the situation right now. No, he he's popped off in the playoffs. So, yeah. all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to our podcast. Um, it, it's been a good episode. Uh, it's late. I'm gonna go to night night. I'm gonna go to sleep. This one's for the fam. How about them Chiefs? How about them Chiefs. Oh yeah, you got family over there. Gonna be listening, watching the game, Spencer. I'll be rooting for him for for the fam. That's okay. about it for the fam, of course. Oh yeah. 
Uh, maybe you'll get another another uh, banner hang up in your uh, downstairs. The best part about it, I get free shit. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> all right, guys. Uh, thank you for listening to the episode. Go to our socials. Follow us in 3 Just Talk Sports on all major sp- uh, socials. And we'll see you next week. Uh, Super Bowl podcast, boys. Say goodbye. See you. Goodbye. And uh, we'll see you. See you next week. Bye. Beautiful time. Bye. Bye.